Hello and welcome to episode 152 of the Truly Daybox Show. This is a bi-weekly podcast where the two of us come together every two weeks to uh, discuss K-pop and whatever's current K-pop industry. Um, yeah, this week we are going to be continuing our um, kind of little series we're going on of talking about like second gen girl groups and the history of those. And once yeah. we kind of exhaust those we'll go into the boy groups too so don't worry um and then also we'll be talking about the new uh g friend ep that came out uh what was it like two or three weeks ago at this point i think it was two weeks yeah i think just after we recorded the last episode i think is when it came out so yeah we'll be talking about that uh song of sirens the new mini album so look forward to that in this episode um yeah, I guess uh, also um, join Discord, you know, all that stuff. We'll mention that probably at the end as well. It was last Monday. Last Monday? Okay. So, yeah. Anyways, as always, I'm joined by Nate. Oh, sexy eyes, sexy nose, sexy mouth, don't you know? Sexy love by Tiara. Foreshadowing. Yes. Fantastic <laughs> song. Yes. All right, so, and also, I'm Jacob, hashtag no blown out. Um, so, yeah, anyways, uh, as I was saying before, uh, just want you to uh, tell you to join the Discord if you're interested in joining community of uh, a bunch of people who love music, K-pop, other stuff as well. We do a lot of cool yep. events like uh, song ratings, discography listens. We do a K-pop fantasy league. We do a whole bunch of cool, like, fun activities and stuff. So it's fun to join in. Yeah. You can talk with us, a bunch of other cool people. So Game nights. Oh, yeah. Trivia at some point soon. Yep. We played uh, Scribble the other night, which was fun. Um, it's like Pictionary tar- sort of thing. I completely yeah. dominated in that, might I add. <laughs> um, you have an art, art background. Yeah, I guess so. Graphic but design, like I was more just, than most people. Well, also I just type really, I just type like decently fast. So I just like rapid fire all these guesses, so I usually get it first. Oh, oh, there's no like limit. No, you can just you guess can as just many as you want. I just keep guessing. Spam. Yeah, I'll see like yeah, four it, letters, it and it'll be like, like hand, timer. pair, bear, feet, foot, hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should probably have a time limit on how often you can guess. Yeah, probably. Give other but... people a shot. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, I guess with that, we could probably go into... Oh, no, no. I keep forgetting about this. Well, we our, <laughs> yeah, our uh, segment that we added since switching to TDS. Um, yeah, we usually like to talk about at the beginning of the episode, like what we've been listening to lately. Uh, for me, recently, I've been like just spending the... Uh, like this week, just like going through Boa's like entire discography, which has actually been really fun. Um, <laughs> although it's funny cause I think I started on Monday and I'm still only, so her, to, for context, her career started in 2000. That was when her first album came out, ID yeah. Peace Be. And I only made it to, t- today I only made it to Love and Honesty, which is 2004. So like. You got a ways to go. Yeah, I'm still in 2004 for the Boa Discog listen, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a lot of fun though. Like, um, I'd say her first couple albums are definitely some of her weakest, besides the super two thousands uh, stuff towards the middle of her career. Like when she was doing the American album, for for instance. Um, yeah. 
Well, that being said, oh, there's so many great songs on that album. <laughs> Dude, I, I'll, I'll talk about the American album in a second, just because I'm still so familiar with it. But uh, yeah, like on IDP Speed, there's a few really good uh, songs, but there's a bunch of ones that you could probably just skip, to be honest. Um, like I'd listen mm-hmm. to them once, but I probably wouldn't go back to them that often. And then, uh, yeah, the other, the, the other ones from, from then on to, uh, number one, which is like her first, like really good album, in my opinion, they're all kind of, uh, like decent, like six or seven with like some good songs that like I would add to my like best of bow playlist, but like the whole albums yeah. as a whole, they're definitely not towards her strong end. But uh, yeah, number one, Valenti, Atlantis Princess, um, Shine We Are was really good too. I just started Loving Honesty. I didn't get through it yet. Um, that's still really good as well. So yeah, like once once you get past like 2002, like her albums start being like really, really good. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I'd say Atlantis Princess is probably my favorite of her early albums oh yeah so it's like that whole like i could single yeah i can go through that entire album without skipping any songs it's really really good like the only one i didn't put a heart next to on itunes is endless sorrow just because it kind of feels a little bit out of place because it's like a really like down tempo ballad um (laughs) but that being said the other ballad on the on the album tree is super good as well so not to mention, yeah, like you said, Atlantis Princess, such a good single. Milky Way, in my opinion, is even better. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good B-sides and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with the Boa Listen, especially since I'm listening to her Japanese albums, which I haven't listened to before. So, yeah, okay. I like it. I like it a lot. I want... Yeah, I, for uh, me... Okay. Oh, I was just... I'm editing it off. Uh yeah, I'm liking a lot of it, so I, I was just curious how much it would cost to buy, like, all our old albums, and I found them all on, like, Zen Market for, like, no, not that much, actually. Uh, like, yeah, I, found, I guess they were probably printed a ton. Yeah, like, I went on, it was, like, just the, I think this is what Sam uses um, for, like, rare albums and stuff, but I yeah, went I on there, and, for some stuff. and the, like, I got, like, a lot of, like, 11 albums or something like that for, like, 20 bucks, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll really? take okay. it. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, although it was it was it kind of sucked because I just before I bought that one I bought a lot of four and three of those are in the mm-hmm. lot of eleven so oh, yeah a little bit extra it but doubles it's okay I'm still getting a bunch like half her discography for super cheap so I'll take it yeah um for me uh, I've been listening to the new stuff uh, like Unji um, Dreamcatcher put out a new song which is a for a game but it's still a really good song. Yeah, um, different. Obviously, that. we're gonna talk about. Um, but then I've also kind of been going back and catching up on some of the releases we didn't cover in our episode that I missed. Um, so I was checking out, like, I guess these these are a little newer. I think they were after our episode, but like Eyes One and Stray Kids. Mm. Um, I never checked out those until earlier this week. Um, and then there were a couple of new boy groups that people talked about on Discord that I checked out that I liked. Um, one is Elast, uh, which is it's from a company I'd never heard of. It's I think they have some produce X people in it. Huh? It's a very K-pop name, Elast. It's E. It's E apostrophe Last, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but they, it, it was really good. It's good vocals and good instrumentals. Um. So check them out. They're a new 
brand new. And then Cravity, which is uh, Starship's new boy group. Uh, Cooper kept telling me to check them out because they're they're like old Monsta X. Uh, so cool. I enjoyed them as well. Um, yeah, and then today I've been listening to Halo music because tomorrow is the Halo Infinite reveal. And yes. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to see that as well. We'll see what happens. All right. So I guess with that... Come hang can... out on our Discord and we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. If, you, if you're joining Discord, we have a gaming channel. So if you want to talk about gaming with, with us too, we... Yeah, basically, we have a ton of good channels on there. So come check it out. Um, yeah, I guess with that, we can get into the first topic slash review. New G-Friend Mini. Yep. Yep. Song of the Sirens. Yes. With the random Chinese character. That matches the last album. Yeah, Labyrinth. I so I asked uh, Rob in our Discord because I I think he knows Chinese. Um, like the uh, the character apparently means like return. So like it literally just means like come back, basically. Okay. Yeah, like oh, it's a new G That's friend. A, come back. <laughs> yeah, come back. Yeah. That's pretty pretty funny yeah so if anybody has any more insight on that like i'd love to hear it but yeah apparently it means like return. i mean so they're they're under their sort they're owned by big hit now so they yeah. have to use random cryptic crazy stuff random cryptic lore use a lot of people yeah yeah oh yeah anyway uh i guess apple yes apple the first song um, so I saw a lot of people in our discord saying it was like more like just what of what G friend has been doing, but honestly, I think, yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah. Honestly, I think this is like completely not like a complete departure. Like, yes, it's still G friend, but I think this is definitely a new style. Yeah. Um, like it's still got like a rock sort of influence, but it's much, it's, it's different. It's not like the, like, like guitar solo sort of stuff. It's like. More. Yeah, I'm wondering if I misread that because I read that too, um, and I'm wondering if I misread that and they were talking about the album as a whole. Because oh, the album yeah, as yeah. a whole definitely, yeah, I agree. With definitely that. is G friend sounding. Yeah, three, but this song three definitely is not. the three middle tracks. I'd say that about for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Apple, I think is is definitely new ground for them. So I was happy to see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really. Uh, the first thing that stuck out to me, which again, you if you listen to podcasts already before, like I talk about like really liking when they incorporate guitar into these sort of things. Um, yeah, both I, like yeah, that. I really like the guitar intro that they came in with that sort of like leads the song along. Um, another thing I saw that people were talking about was the line distribution is like really, really good in this song. Like every member gets like equal, oh, really? equal lines in the song. Yeah. I could cool. see that they switch it up a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, overall I thought this was a really good release. I've actually been listening to this more than I did the labyrinth EP. So pretty good. Yeah. I've been listening to this song a lot. Um, I, I also liked it a lot. I, it's, I think they finally succeeded in doing something, different since fingertip yeah um but but this is actually tracking well because fingertip did not do well well it's weird i i i want to say that people in discord were saying people on the g friend discord hated it (laughs) because it's different hated this song yeah like they didn't like it i i I don't i don't know if they were talking about this song or something else but i think it was about apple 
And they were all like, Probably. They, just, they didn't like it because it's different, which I was like, guys, like, not everything has to be Megustas 2. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm trying to check. I want to check if, because I know Fingertip did not do well. In Korea? In Korea yeah. compared to... Compared to other previous stuff before like, it, because I know we um, we in particular were really happy with fingertip because they're finally doing something different. Um, yeah. Like I remember us calling oh, it like I'm their run devil run moment, like it was completely different, you know. But so they did get wins. Yeah, and that's what I was wondering because I know Apple's already gotten a win. That's good. Um, but fingertip also got wins. Yeah. However, their the sales are, took a huge drop off. Uh, like Granted, the they haven't really recovered. I'm looking, so their sales, I they they have sales up to summer rain. This is download sales of the. Is this on the, like Wikipedia uh, or something? Yeah, okay. Wikipedia. So actually, never mind. The the album sold really well. Never mind. Okay. Um, that was just single single downloads for some reason. I mean, the the single itself had way less downloads. Okay, so the like the sales. general public didn't really. Download yes, it as much, but the, but the album sold more than the previous stuff. So yeah, I feel like which is all that matters. I feel like early in G Friend's career, they were more on track to be like the second A Pink, like that sort of group for sure. Yeah. Um, and then they like changing up the concept. I th- feel like maybe threw that off a little bit. So then they quickly yeah. jerked back into that with Love Whisper. Yep. But yep, I think I, I think I, I agree, and I think this is kind of moving into. When A Pink finally successfully changed concept with uh, although they did it much what later. Was before Ung Ung, what was before Ung Ung? Before Ung, I can never remember that song. Oh, uh, that was their five? first. Like, was it five? Yeah, I think five, and then before that was only one. Okay, no, I thought there was one after five. Are you sure? Let me. I can check. I'm gonna look this up now too. I have I have tunes um, open, so. Uh, but, uh, like. Yeah, they, A-Pink did do it way later, but yeah, uh, I'm So Sick is what I'm thinking. Oh, I'm So Sick, yeah, yeah. I'm So right Sick before. was when they finally, like, changed their concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think this is kind of that, where they finally succeeded. Um, but we'll see. I For all I know, Koreans hate this song just as much as they hated Fingertip. Um, um, I think, I think, as, I think with G-Friend, they've really been on this track since Fever came out which is a couple comebacks ago so was that yeah. was that when big hit took over or was that before i want to say it was a little no, bit before labyrinth was the first yeah okay comeback since big hit this is only the second comeback since big hit took over gotcha um as for the song though uh i thought it was awesome when i first heard it it sounded like something brown eyed girls would do uh um, i could see that for sure actually and then i know jakari came into discord and mentioned that it gave him car vibes which i can also see um which is awesome. Uh, like you, I love the beginning with the guitar. Um, I really like the chanting hook in the chorus. Yeah. Um, it's not really what you'd expect from G friend, uh, but it gets stuck in your head. Um, but you still get those like really great vocals that they're known for. Yeah. Um, but they just add some like layering and effects that kind of change up the sound. Um, and the instrumentals are very different from anything they've done before other than the guitar really. Um, yeah, I thought it was awesome. It has like a really mysterious, like mature vibe, which is reflected in the choreography and the styling. Yeah. Um, which I also loved. 
Yeah, I feel like I feel like having the guitar influence still is like really the only place where this song intersects with their other music. Um, yeah. Other than that, I feel like yeah, this is a totally different direction that I really like. Um, I thought the styling was actually really awesome. Um, it was definitely way more mature. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I really like Shinbi's the red, red hair really as well cool too. Yeah, Shinbi's red hair is really good. Yeah. All right, so next track is Eye of the Storm. I I kind of want to talk about like all the tracks on the album, so I'll just kind of go. Yeah, through I, it. I have marked. I have marked them all down too. So. Um, so yeah, as we were saying before, uh, this these next three are kind of like are kind of more G friend, uh, like what we're kind of used yep. to. Hundred um, percent. That being said, I feel like these are all three of these are really good, and I think they could have been title tracks on past albums. To be honest. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I totally could see uh, this uh, eye of the storm, uh, this next one being like a title track on, on a G friend album maybe like like three years ago or so, like around Love Whisper yeah. Summer Rain era. Um, yeah, really, really good. I I don't have like a ton to say about it just because it is kind of just more G friend style, super uplifting, like major sort of chorus. So, yeah. Yeah, this song, yeah, like you said, it's it's what I expected. This one actually almost gets to like fly high, dreamcatcher mm. sound though, in terms of like how fast and like, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. It's it's like even more rocky than like than G Friend usually gets. Um, now that you say that, I, I I really would love to see them like do a song together, like some sort of huge super oh, yeah, group sort of thing. That'd be crazy. It. Um. Because, yeah, I always think of it as a spectrum where G-Friend G is on one end and Dreamcatcher is on the other. And Light they, makes dark. They kind of head head towards the middle sometimes with, like, Fly High and this. are both, like, heading towards the middle, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I love, I really like the first post-chorus. It switches the focus on the keyboards and has, like, a really intense sound. I thought that was really cool. Um, but, yeah, this, this is the kind of music I love. If you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know it. Yeah. Like, I just love a mix of guitar, strings, and just really great vocals. So, actually, now that I think about it, I think if any, if this reminds me of any other G Friend song, it'd be Sunrise. The chorus reminds me a lot of the Hey ya, Hey ya. Yep. So, um, maybe it's like a similar chord progression or something like that. I don't, I don't really know off the top of my head, but yeah, it definitely yeah, reminds me of it. All right. Um. Yeah, Room of Mirrors, I think, is even more G-Friend-ish, like, with the, uh, like, string yeah. sort of instrumentals, and, um, yeah, like, it's super, yep. like, rough sort of era, like, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, th this is the one I had the least to say about, just because it is, like... Yeah, this is... It's very much G-Friend. Yeah, this one's... This one is more like their first, like, three or so albums. Yep. I But I think, like... It's still a great song, and it, it just reminds me why they don't need to switch up their sound. Yeah. Because they're just so good at songs like this, and they sound so good. I feel like, like they're the only the vocals, ones... I feel like they're the only ones that really do anything in this, like, specific sort of Yeah, like, very string-heavy... Yeah, which um, I feel like... Vocal-focused songs. Yeah, like, I feel like their, their style is very uh, anime-esque, which I think is why they get compared to Dreamcatcher a lot is it's yeah. um it's yeah i mean we always said that dreamcatcher was like dark G yeah exactly when they first came exactly out. it's like it's like very anime like 
lighthearted anime intro esque like in like tone. So, yep. And then tarot cards. Um, I actually really liked the, uh, like, how do I explain it? Like, like the sort of piano, uh, <laughs> like in the beginning, uh, like as okay. it, like the, I'd the have twinkling. To really it. Um, and yeah, uh, also like it opens up with a really nice high note. I'm pretty sure it's Una. I, I thought the vocals on this song was really good. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's just like the other ones. It's very G friendish. It's super, um, you know, uplifting chorus, nice vocals. Yeah, th- this one I thought sounded the most like a, a single. Mm. Um, yeah, to their other songs because it has a lot of very similar like vocal runs that their singles usually have during like especially during the chorus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once again, so they're like fast driving beat guitar vocals. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do like that in the bridge they cut the guitar and there's actually like a pretty sweet bass line in there uh, mixed with some piano. Um, so it was cool to, for them to cut the guitar and highlight the bass during the bridge. Mm. Uh, and then I guess the most different I'd say is uh, creme brulee. It's much more R&B uh, like influenced than yeah. I feel like this is the most that they've gone into this direction before. So I thought it was, yeah, it was interesting to hear from them. Yeah, I didn't expect this on the album. Um, but I think it was nice to mix it up on the B-sides, too. Yeah. After having those three songs that are very similar to previous stuff they've done. Yeah. I I would say the song itself is not that interesting to me. Yeah. I, like, it's not bad. I think the, I think most of what makes it interesting for me is just the fact that G-Friend's the one that's doing it's it. It's G-Friend, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, like... It's not a bad song. I like the song. Yeah. It's just and it's really cool for G Friend to do this. But like, if if a, a group that does a lot of R and B did this song, it would be pretty generic. Mm. I would say like the instrumentals. There's nothing like super interesting about them. I think um, I think the biggest but, strength of this is the the chorus is pretty catchy. Yeah, yeah. It, like I was saying, it's not a bad song at all. Um, and I think it makes sense to focus like not put a ton of F effort into the instrumentals anyway because you want to focus on their vocals mm. um but yeah it, it is like i did did want to point out that it was like thinking about it outside of the context of g friend like mm. it's not a it's not a super interesting r&b song yeah i could see that and then uh yeah i guess i don't really have that much else to say about it but Finally, uh, I think yeah. this next song is the one I have the most to say, just because it's like I wasn't expecting this to start playing after the the like electronic sort of R and B style song. It's like they go oh, into yeah. like a very country style like ballad in the end of the yeah. album. Um, yeah, I actually really like this. I I like the it's just simple like guitar strumming, um, sort of almost like campfire sort of ballad like like i could see a music yeah. video or like a live performance where they just set up a campfire they're sitting on logs like together just singing this song yeah um although the biggest like the the biggest surprise was like it it like towards the end of the song like transitions out of that into like rock and then into more like an orchestral sort of thing like right at the very end um 
Yeah, this is probably my favorite of the the B sides on the album. I really liked how this ballad turned out. Yeah, I didn't have a ton to say about it. Um, just because I mean, yeah, it, it's an acoustic ballad, and it's every every group has their ballad on the album. But I, it sounds really great. Like it's a really great song. Um, I did like like you were saying that it changed it up in the in the choruses and at the end like the choruses bring in a lot more strings yeah um whereas the verses are like you were saying just like very acoustic guitar like very like minimalist yeah um but then it builds at the end but yeah i thought it was a really great ballad i think uh the placement on the album like putting this right at the end was perfect like ending off on the yeah the orchestral like part of the ballad i thought that was actually really nice for the tone yeah i wonder if putting the r&b song after apple would have made more sense yeah i th- um, i think i agree with that been a little less jarring with i would have switched from yeah i would have went apple creme brulee eye of storm room mirrors tarot cards stare in the north yeah i think yeah. i agree with that um yeah overall this was a really solid mini album actually i was i was really happy with this um just because I know for like a couple years there, people were getting kind of just like fatigued, I guess, on them doing kind of the same style. So I think I'm yeah. excited over like seeing like 2019, 2020, they've been switching it up quite a lot. So yeah, it's funny because I actually like we, I kind of like I was in that mindset for a while. Yeah, like the past couple of years, like Labyrinth, I feel like I didn't listen to almost at all, even mm. though I like the album a lot. Um, it's but then it's kind recently, of funny. I I forgot about this, but the other day I was listening to Labyrinth, and they have a song on it that's called Dreamcatcher. <laughs> yeah, yep. that'd be funny if uh, um, Dreamcatcher made a song called Yokjak Shingu. <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. We started doing concert watch-alongs on Saturdays yeah. uh, in Discord, um, and we watched uh, the G-Friend concert I had, and that really like brought me back into into liking them. So I actually went and bought the rest of the albums I was missing, so I have their whole discography now. Nice. Um, as well as I bought the other concert that was their 2019 concert, which is in the mail. Cool. It should be coming soon. But um, yeah, I... I I think like watching those concerts reminded me why like they don't need to change up their style because yeah. their songs are just so like their B sides are so good. Yeah, like, like their uh, Ave Maria, they, like that's one of my favorites. Rainbow, that one's yep. also awesome. Yep. Those are yep. <laughs> what's funny is those are both on the the Summer Rain like album, which which people like it's just like don't like because it was like right in the middle of that time where people were kind of getting tired of it. But yeah, that album, like in retrospect, is actually really good in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like I think all their B sides are really good. They're they're one of the few groups that can say that. It's just if you don't like their style, like yeah, you're just never, you're not gonna like G Friend. Like yeah, they have a very specific style and they do it a lot. And if you like it, they're you're gonna love the group because they do it a lot and they do it really well yeah i I think this is a real this album though in particular was a really good evolution on that style i like seeing like progress despite you know sticking to that style largely um like again like i said apple is like kind of like completely different but at the same time it is like definitely within their wheelhouse i think so yeah, yeah i i think um 
they've been going in a pretty good direction since the big hit merger so i'm excited to see what the next in this like series of albums is i'm assuming it's going to be a trilogy yeah probably or who knows maybe they'll just put that <laughs> character in front of every album from uh, now every on. <laughs> yeah well it's just a comeback so yeah well that's what it seems like like if it really means return that <laughs> then like yeah you know it's come back it, it's probably a, a trilogy because i mean what bts did the same thing with the oh yeah like love, love yourself, yourself and didn't they all have soul. yeah didn't they all have a chinese character with them yeah uh, yeah i think i think love yourself did let me double check that yeah i think that trilogy had i think they had a different one for each album yeah yeah love, your, love yourself like a single chinese her... character yeah they did have different different ones for each one so it's similar to that yep so yeah although this one had the same one so i guess that it's just yeah. more just denoting that it's a series but yeah yeah it's cool um yeah i'm excited for the next one i'm assuming we'll probably get that in a few months because labyrinth didn't come out that long ago did it yeah it was this year mm-hmm. yeah labyrinth was, was this yeah year? labyrinth's 2020 and so is song of sirens so i imagine yeah, we'll so probably, probably get, get at the end of the year yeah i imagine probably around december maybe january so yeah um yeah i guess with that uh there's our g friend sort of thoughts it's a really good mini album i definitely recommend um yeah so i guess from here we will continue our sort of discussion from about a month ago two episodes ago um yep. we're kind of just going through old uh like second generation girl groups just because i feel like there's a lot of new fans now today i feel like so many that are post like 2017 2018 that they like outnumber yep. old fans now just because k-pop's oh, been definitely. growing There's, so explosively no, um, it's been like that for forever yeah so at this point i think uh i think i think it'd be really nice to just go over uh for the people who aren't like they just haven't had the time to go back and look or haven't been interested yet um just to talk about some of the old groups that we really liked back in the day because we've, yep. we've been into k-pop for like 10 years at this point now so um yeah so last episode or last time we talked about this we covered what snsd wonder girls kara 21 21 and four minute yeah those are probably like my my big five like back in the day so we got like most of the really big ones out of the way um we missed one of my top three but we're talking about them today so yeah yeah we'll get um, there later yeah so did, we, did i already say who we were talking about earlier no you know. didn't i'll just i'll just i'll just say it now we're gonna be talking about this episode uh tiara first we're doing a debut order that's the why the order is significant um we didn't last time i don't think but like no we just we just talked about them whatever yeah. like um, whatever we felt like this time we just decided to go in debut order of the ones we the three we selected to talk about um so yeah tiara and then sistar and then a pink um yeah i definitely agree a pink's definitely one of my favorite groups um for sure like yep i think they became more of my favorite group like after no 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 came out though like after those like, yeah no 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 mr chu and those yeah i mean they, that's I, just like a run of amazing yeah, good so, singles. anyways we'll we'll talk about those later first we're gonna talk about tiara who we got flamed about once because we had the nerve to say four yes. minute was more popular than them or no had we no 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 we said four minute was as popular as them yes <laughs> 
Yes. Oh man. And and someone screamed at us saying Tiara was way more popular, but then they fall off a cliff, which we'll get into at some point. Yeah, that 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 was a whole saga. It's actually pretty interesting to talk about. So um yeah, I don't even know what their debut was, actually. Like I just I don't even know what their order debut, their songs came out. Their debut was uh Absolute first album. Good Kojima? Kojima? Oh, the the lie? Yeah, lies. Okay. Uh oh yeah, I'm looking okay, so I'm looking I'm not as familiar with their whole discography, but I know a ton of their like hit songs, obviously. Um <laughs> Yeah. I I'm in the same boat as you where like I know all their songs, but I have no idea what order they came out in. Yeah. Because so, I just <laughs> listened to all of them and like it's just a jumbled mess. Yeah, like when I first got into K pop, like I like I was like, oh I love uh like oh bo peep bo peep i love uh like roly poly uh um i think okay lovey dovey came out shortly after i got into k-pop i think it was one of the first new releases i saw from them. yeah so well part of this right here is part of this is the reason why i'm looking at their list of singles and their first five singles are on their first album so they just like okay yeah because they're they debuted with a full album and they put out like Bo Peep is on that, but Bo Peep's their fourth single. Okay, so that's why. Yeah. I'll, um, okay, I'm gonna pull up a yeah. I'll pull up a, a Wikipedia article about it. Yeah. So like, so I can they, Their first single was "Lie," then they did "Time to Love" and "Time to Love 2. Okay. And then Bo Peep. And Bo Peep was when they got big. Yeah, yeah. That was that was like the first big song I saw from them. And it's funny because I first yep. heard it and I was like, oh my God, this song is so annoying. But then it got caught, like stuck in my head <laughs> well, forever. Then, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just, that's how, it's like, that's how like the catchiest of K-pop songs work. You just like, yeah, the song's so repetitive and dumb and boring, but then you're singing it yep. 30 minutes later and you're like, now I got to go listen to this again. Yep. And then you just keep listening to it and you love it. It was just puppy, 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 yeah, puppy, puppy, puppy. Uh. <laughs> That's the whole song, like right there, and it's so good. Yeah, apparently, no, seriously, this is crazy. Like the the single apparently sold 1.6 million copies in Korea. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely impressive for a brand new group back then. Like, um, oh, that's interesting. Oh, never mind. Okay, yeah. So like, uh, yeah, Roly Poly, I think is definitely the their most like iconic song, for sure. After Bo Peep, yeah. yeah. I would say Bo Peep's their most iconic song. Okay. But then, yeah, Roly Poly. Because, yeah, Roly Poly has 4 million uh, single sales, which is crazy. Yeah. And then and that was, like, right before all the stuff started happening. So that was, like, yeah, that was kind of their peak. Uh, when um, when did that happen? Because I think it was definitely after. It was, like, 2012. Actually, I can check because I had the members timeline up because tr has an incredibly messy members situation eh, yeah, i guess so it, i guess it wasn't that bad actually they just added on it was three members july 2012 okay yeah so okay yeah yeah so i'm looking at the because on um on wikipedia for a lot of bands if they have a lot of member changes they'll put a like a member timeline just so, like, to graph show chart thing yeah yeah so yeah it's interesting so tr they debuted with five members, then two of them left, then they added three more, and then they added yep. Hua Young, who she's the one who has the, all the drama 
related to her, which we'll talk about. Um, and then like, and then like right before Hua Young left, Autumn was added. So like at one time they actually did have one to like eight members when they started with five and then they went back mm-hmm. down to six and then they went down to four. So yeah, they def- they definitely yeah. had a ton of like member changes. Yeah. Before I guess to just like start people out, like we should talk about the group in general and like what they're, they are. So like, uh, TR is a MBK group. Oh yes. Um, yes. if you don't know MBK, they're, a horrible company yeah, that you should Daya never now. support. Um, yeah, they've had they've had Daya. <laughs> Daya was like their only, or they were oh. next Tiara. Look how that but, turned um, out. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they've had they had uh, Speed was like one of their big boy groups. Um, I don't think before I've, that they had coed. I don't think I've ever listened to school. Speed before. <laughs> I've heard of them. The only reason I know them is because they're in TR like songs. Yeah. Because isn't Time to Love Two? I think is Tiara and Speed. Okay. Yeah. Um, or something like that. One of their songs is like with a boy group. Mm. Um, and that's like the only reason I know that. But yeah, MBK is known for being horrible at managing their artists. Um, and you'll find out why Tiara was one of those groups um but they're known for putting out just bangers like yeah. if, if you like k-pop bangers like just club edm like auto-tune yeah just hype songs yeah they're like hype super addictive choruses that could be seen as annoying if you don't like them yes yeah it's and then also earworm. on top of that oh supernova that was the group i was thinking of Supernova was before Speed. Okay. They're the ones that did Time to Love. Gotcha. Um, but um, they're, then on the uh, other side of that, they put out... MBK is a very specific style of like R&B ballad song. And TR is like the other half of TR's singles are those. Yeah. Um, so y- you kind of get this weird like dichotomy where you're either going to get this like slow jam R&B ballad song or you're just going to get this crazy EDM club banger. Yeah. It, okay, I just I just looked at MBK's page and they literally only have one group right now. And it's apparently yeah. called Highbrow and I've literally never heard of that. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's because they shoved all of their their actual groups under their Pocket Doll Studio brand. Oh, that's where Daya is. Yes, that's where one artists. one the nine is. Okay, yeah, I see that. Like that, that's where all their actual groups are. That's so weird. Yeah, and then apparently Cheon is under, like, like as an actress, she's under MBK, like MBK. full. But Daya well, she's not is under... Daya anymore. If you watch the news comeback so oh i didn't even know that actually <laughs> yeah they they, they i'm at the point just with dia was that I, convenient i'm at the point with dia that like i just don't even bother anymore <laughs> it was just com- just they just didn't mention it but then there were only five of them in the teaser photos uh, people are like where's cheon and somi and then they're just like oh this is a unit and it's like you didn't say like no, it's not. You're just they're just not there. <laughs> like <laughs> they're, you're just they're, calling it Daya. They're a and, unit, and they're but they're still called yes. just Daya. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and and they're just conveniently missing. Jeez. Um, oh, I didn't realize that they had SG Wannabe. That's cool. 
So, yeah. So back to TR though. Um, I like. Oh, and Davici. What the hell? They they have some. Oh yeah, they Davici for a long time until Davici left. Oh, and co-ed um, school, which was not good. <laughs> yeah, that's where Tommy came from. Um, Boo. <laughs> who came back as a solo artist finally? Um, but back to Tiara. Yeah, let's get back. On yes, track. yes, yes. Back to Tiara. <laughs> what are some of their best songs? Um, I'd say my favorite of theirs is definitely. I'd say Lovey Dovey is probably my favorite of their singles. Also, I love the music video. It's like the the drama version is like they're in a club dancing and then everybody turns that's, into zombies. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing MBK was known for is drama MVs. There yeah. are some TR MVs that are like 15 minutes long and there's only like the three minutes of music and 12 minutes of just ridiculous drama. Yeah acting dude back in the day like when i first got on the k-pop that was such a huge thing like tiara did drama mvs uh infinite did them a lot too i remember yep um yeah that was that was actually a lot of fun i kind of wish they'd bring those back because they don't really do them anymore um yeah i feel like it's just because i feel like they realized that nobody really watched the those versions if they released a short version or a dance version everyone would just watch whichever one's just a song Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because like you really only I, need to watch. Yeah, you really only need to watch the drama version once, and then. Yep. Yeah, like that's about it. Um, so yeah, I'd say the big ones are Bopi Bopi, Poli Poli, for me at least. Bopi Bopi, Poli Poli, Lovey Dovey, uh, Sexy Love. Um, those are the big like early like, early years ones that I liked. Yeah, a a good and I, I forgot about this. A good um, comparison to like a newer group that you might know is EXID mm-hmm. because most of their most of the like banger singles from Tiara were produced by Shin Dong Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Who produced all of EXID stuff? Yeah, EXID um, and uh, <laughs> Four Minutes early stuff before they we talked about last time before they did the weird switch to Brave Brothers for some reason and then I was mad and then yeah yeah anyway <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, for me, uh, Sexy Love is up there. Uh, I actually really like all their ballad songs. Mm. Um, like Cry Cry is really I, good. Cry Cry is really good. Day by Day. Um, like, I, I really like those, like, R&B ballads that they do. Um, but yeah, in terms of, like, their h- hype, upbeat songs, I really like Sexy Love. Um, Sugar Free is awesome. Oh, yes. It's got, like, three different versions, which are all, they're, like, really subtle you could barely tell the difference, but this is like big room um, EDM version or whatever. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just like random different EDM versions. Yeah. Um, and then everyone hates on me in Discord, but I love Tiamo as well, which people hate because it's a Christmas song. But I think it's a good Christmas mm. song. Number number nine um, is also really good as well. I always forget that one. Number nine is good. <clears throat> I I think most of their singles are really good. Even like going back to Lie and Time to Love, like I like those songs a lot too. <laughs> or the the um, or Ya Ya Ya, the MV, the MV for that is Ya 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 is very would not fly today. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that is very uh, offensive. Yeah, if if you uh, if you want to see Native Americans, yeah, if you want to see the MV, just go look it up. <laughs> You'll see yeah. what we mean. Um, not not even just the MV, the song itself, because it's just like imitating the. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like the native american like hand over your mouth thing yeah that people imitated 
Uh, one thing I wanna, <laughs> one thing I wanna shout out is the title of the <laughs> album that Roly Poly is from. It's literally called John Travolta Wannabe. I don't know why yes, they called it that. John, Tra- <laughs> but I don't know why they called it John Travolta Wannabe either. But that's like but a, that is... it's like a great album name. Like unironically, <clears throat> honestly, I think that'd be a really cool band name. Like <clears throat> it sounds like the name of a rock band. It's just called John Travolta Wannabe. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, yes. A hundred percent does sound like a. It sounds like a an indie indie rock yeah band. yeah um oh we forgot to talk about uh so, the subunit tiara n4 was really good i really liked four which had john one member that well it also had someone who wasn't in the member of tiara yeah it had danny who has just been in the dungeon for a million years she was on dude she's like the uh, the con of she's the con of tiara oh wait wait no no i'm Sorry, I'm I'm mixing up. It doesn't have Danny. It has Aram. Yeah. Um, well, it had Aram. She was in the full group at one point. Yes, Aram. That's why I get confused. I, but yeah, she Aram was in the full group, but she was only there for like less than a year. Yeah. Wait. I could have sworn Danny was part. Danny did something with Tiara. Yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna look this up as well. I'm looking because yeah. I remember that as well. Oh, she joined. Okay, she joined N four as a temporary member after Arum left. Oh yeah, but that's then that's what happened. She got removed. Yeah, because Arum she left because of the whole like Hua Young thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she yeah. Well, she joined after Hua Young and then got shit on By because fans. they're like, oh, you're just replaced. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, you're replacing Hua Young, who got bullied out of the group, bullied. which we'll get into right after this. Um... So yeah, she she basically like was added and then immediately left because she couldn't handle the bullshit that she had to take. Yeah. And then Danny joined TRN four as a temporary member, but then she got she had to leave because of controversy too. Wait, what um, happened to her? It doesn't actually say here why, but I assume it was probably similar things as their in- their uh, agency initiated. Danny not to be part of TRN4, and Danny continued training under the agency. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, Danny. Danny's been there. She was at. She was in Produce 101, um, with uh, Cheon and Kathy or Hyeon, off uh, Daya, but she didn't get added. She wasn't in Daya, even though she should have. She was talented enough. And then yeah, she's just been in the dungeon forever. She's um, still there. I assume she's not, but she she's not anywhere else, and she hasn't said so. I follow her on Instagram. She she posts a lot, so she's not like she's not like hidden in a dungeon where she can't communicate at all. Yeah, I assume she's just not part of the industry anymore. Just not in entertainment um, anymore. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate because yeah. I feel like I feel like they should have just added her to Tiara, but then again, like. Uh, <laughs> With like whatever happened, what what happened to her it was kind of or to them I mean it was kind of shitty, but yeah, yeah. So anyways, she, I mean she did really well on produce as well. She got twenty fourth, um, so she made it to the last episode, or yeah. the second to last episode. Yeah, with um, with Tiara and four, yeah. uh, I just want to cover like the song John One Diary is like it's so good. I haven't yes. listened to it in years though. I need to go back to it. Yeah, same. but I still remember the chorus vividly. The ding, 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 ding. It's yeah, so yeah. it was yep. so catchy. I listened to that a lot it is in a like catchy in song. high school. Okay, do we want to talk about their downfall? Yes. So like mid career. Uh, so anyways, yeah, so like in like 2010, they added Hua Young, which she was like a new, a new member. 
Um, and yeah. then in 2012, she came out and was like, basically said that like all the other members were, I don't know if she said specifically all the other members, but she said, Here, I'll, I'll read, I'll read the whole paragraph on Wikipedia and we can elaborate. Okay. Yeah. So on July 25th and 26th, they held a concert in Japan. Hua Young only performed one song due to a leg injury. After the concert, one member of Tiara tweeted a general message about determination, and four of the other members agreed with her. Subsequently, Hua Young and her sister Hyo Young tweeted about a bad person, which gave Korean netizens the impression there was conflict within the group. Yep. Netizens retweeted the messages and speculated that Hua Young was being bullied um, when it got out of hand. So I remember MBK used to be called CCM Core Contents Media. Um, they they were like not saying anything about any of this. Um, and then just abruptly announced that Hua Young was leaving the group yeah. on the 30th um, after being with the group for a year and eight months. So the CEO claimed that her contract was terminated because staff members felt her behavior was hurting teamwork and the bullying controversy was not the reason for her departure. The controversy caused the group to temporarily suspend activities. Group members continued their individual activities. Both Hua Young and other members of Tiara said the facts about their bullying issue were made up by netizens, but on the hand, confirmed that there was conflict between her and the other members. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah, it, it was just this whole thing where she she didn't perform, and there were some vague tweets, and netizens went crazy. Yeah, and then, and she then the, pretty much the, played into the the whole like bullying theory. And yep. continued to have a successful career, I think, as an actress. Um, yep. So, yeah, she she was an actress ever since then. Um, and this basically ruined Tiara. Like, they were they were getting to be one of the biggest groups before this. Yeah. And after this, they just fell off a cliff in terms of popularity. They kept going and putting out songs till... 2017 yeah like they were they were um, they were still decent they were still a popular group like don't get us wrong but like they but, were in the upper echelon like with you know snsd 21 etc before this yeah they and then they fell down yep. to more of a just like, like a just, b b tier exactly yeah c tier group where they had a good good group of fans but they weren't really like growing yeah, or and like, they weren't like they weren't superstars. Yeah, like I feel like they had the <laughs> at that time they were well on track to being like an A A list group in terms of yeah, so th- how popular they were. Yeah. So this basically ruined their career for years. And then in twenty seventeen it comes out that her Hua Young and her sister they appeared on a reality show and spoke about the controversy again saying her sister was the only person who had supported her during the incident, how hard everything had been for her. After that, former staff members stepped forward and alleged it had actually been the twins who were bullying the other members and released text messages yep. showing her showing the Hua Young's twin sister threatening former member Aram with physical harm for not supporting Hua Young. Um, more and more staff came forward with evidence that Hua Young basically made all of this up. Um, she faked how severe her in- injury was to get more sympathy. Um, yep. And then eventually Hua Young had to admit this was real because there was just so much evidence. Like, There's no way you After could... suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So then she got kicked out of a bunch of TV shows and deleted her Instagram account. Um, so yeah, Tiara kind of got justice in the end but it was like kind of hollow justice at this point because 
it was the end of their career. They put out one more yeah, they just they disbanded um, that year. After that, yeah, they put out one final album in May, um, and then Soyeon and Borum left, and then the rest of the four left. They um, it's fun. It's weird. Oh no, too. the last the four put out one more song after that. Yeah, because I was gonna say the four the four had to fight with MBK to get the rights to release music under the name Tiara. Well, yeah, that's after that. Where after they left the company. Um, they, uh, Tiara, or MBK, they talked about wanting to keep using the name Tiara, and even though they left the company, and MBK tried to trademark the name Tiara, and then they got denied. So stupid. Fuck. It's so stupid. Why so, would you do that? Like, other than yeah, to just, like, like... You're never gonna name... It's, it's like when, uh, what was it, when they wanted to do, uh... What was it with with Hyuna? Were oh, they four minute? Like, were, I don't think it was. Was it four minute or was it Troublemaker? Uh, Troublemaker. They were gonna reuse Troublemaker again or whatever. Oh um, no no no! This is what it was. It was it, when all the Beast members left Cube. Oh Beast, and they wanted to do Beast yes. with just they with Sunsung and like other people. Yeah, he was like, yep, that's he right. was like, fuck no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's exactly what it was. What I was thinking of, I knew it was Cube. Um, yeah, basically all the members of Beast left and made highlight. Yeah, except for one member stayed at Cube, and they were like, we're gonna keep beast going with this one member in an entirely new like lineup and the one member was like no we're not doing that yeah <laughs> like you're so dumb so like yeah what was mpk gonna do make a new tiara with, with all new no members, members? yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and the name is solely like you don't even want to reuse that name because of all yeah, like yes that i don't know i don't know what goes through the executives minds when they're like yeah no you're not gonna you can't use this they're name. just greedy assholes and think they're gonna lose money if or they're they're pissed that the girls might be able to make money off of the, of name. the name that they created who cares it's a name this is why i love dsp because dsp is great like rainbow was able to come back using a comeback that that um they produce themselves um jake jake young funded that comeback yeah the new their their last song and that was all independently produced and funded and dsp was just like yeah you guys can use rainbow like you're rainbow like yeah you're the group <laughs> they don't care like i imagine if some Kara members wanted to do something like they could do it as well like i like obviously unfortunately r is not yeah that, anymore, there's but, i mean yeah you know i'm i'm sure they would no have no problem with it but yeah so yeah that's tiara they put out awesome bangers they got screwed over by the twin snakes as we call them dude that was so funny Uh, it was like literally the perfect like opportunity to use that name yeah yeah everyone everyone was calling them calling kwayong snake for a long time or once this all came out and then yeah we found out how much her sister was involved and they just became known as the twin snakes. Yep. I think that was actually one of the first like podcast episodes we had was was when all that came oh, out. Yeah. That was yeah, yeah you can was, you can probably go back and find that episode we talk about it um yep. in more detail. It was February 2017, mm-hmm. so yeah, it would have been like mm-hmm. episode like 6. Yeah. <laughs> like 4 to 8 somewhere in that range. Yeah, so all right, proceed with caution then if you go to listen to it. We're definitely gonna be way lower production value. Sure. Like, Quali- or less, quality is gonna be bad. What, you gotta stare at that 
ugly pinkish purple color like, background yeah color background uh god what were we thinking i don't horrible know logo yeah the the logo i literally made in like three minutes i was like uh i don't know let's just do this <laughs> but yeah um yeah i guess that's pretty much here in a nutshell i'd say i guess we can just kind of sweep over again the on. essential singles to look Got at you. but yes um yeah i'd say definitely look at uh as i navigate back to the singles page um <laughs> um yeah bo peep bo peep um yeah 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 just because it's so funny <laughs> just how bad it is that one yes uh really poly cry cry for sure that one's one of my favorites um yep lovey dovey lovey dovey day by day sexy love sexy love number nine um sugar free sugar free and oh, I think that's about there's it. There's a ridiculous. I forgot. No, I don't know if you listened to this song before, but they have a Japanese single called Buddy Style. That song is ridiculous. Okay, I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think I've heard that. Oh, they actually they did have a Chinese song that there's was really a, good. There is a the Chinese. Oh, what was it scene, called? It's called like Little Apple or something like that. That was really good. Was there a Chinese? Oh yeah, collaboration single, Little Apple with Chopstick Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it was a cover of the Chopstick Brothers song or whatever. Okay, yeah, but, it's a cover of that. Yeah, but the TR version I really liked. It was fun. There is a a scene in the Bunny Style music video where like it's for they're doing headshots like for each member, but they're laying on Legos, and I'm like, that's gotta be the most painful thing I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, it's like they're just in, laying on a bed of Legos. It's kind of funny because, like, in Western countries, I don't know about, or in English speaking countries, that is, I don't know about in Korea, but it's like a meme, like stepping on Lego is like stepping the most on Legos, painful exactly. thing. <laughs> I, I assume there's like an outline of a person where they're not actually laying on Legos and they're just surrounded by Legos. Yeah, but it looks like they're laying on Legos. Then and again, I'm like, that's painful. They do have those acupuncture mats in Korea. Maybe they're used to it. That's true. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yes, we're already an hour in. Yes, on to the next to group, Sistar. Sistar, dude, I. Sistar was of summer. Sistar was definitely one of my favorite groups like back in like the early my early K-pop days. Like um I think the first thing I ever heard from them was so cool. I didn't I didn't see Push Push and or Shady Girl or anything like that until after. Um Yeah. And uh yeah, that song I really really liked. So, it was super super catchy. It was good. So I actually found Sistar through my boy Oh really? Oh, like, Sistar nineteen. Because, yeah, because Hyuk. This is how I actually got into K-pop. Where like back in the day was when, because what was was that? That was two thousand eleven, right? Um, or was that two thousand twelve? I have no idea when My Boy came out. That was two thousand eleven. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it My was Boy May two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah. That. So that was around when I got into K-pop because. Yuck would watch that music video over over. between games of Starcraft while he was <laughs> while he was streaming, and I was like, I found that I found K-pop through Yuck streaming, uh, or Huck streaming, um, uh, K-pop just between Starcraft matches, that's and funny. this was one of the songs. So that's like how I got introduced to Sistar was watching him, and he he just loved my boy. Um, I always forget that my boy was a single before it was, gone not around any longer. Yeah, it was. It's so early. I always forget how early it is in their career. Like, yeah, because it was just a single, and they didn't put it on the, the EP year. until two years later. Yeah, 
Yep, exactly. Uh, the, uh, but yeah, it was like that was a year after they debuted. They put out that single, like that subunit. Um, but yeah, they Sistar is another like group that just they have they have a vibe. Yeah, I, and I, I would say this this is probably a group a lot of you guys probably know or might know. Yeah, still know. Even already. if you joined yeah, later, touch my body um, and shake it were like super popular summer songs. They're really big. And they were putting out music all the way into 2017. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of crazy. Even if though. you joined they, around then, they didn't actually release that many singles in their in their lifetime. They only had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, twelve singles, including their goodbye single, which nobody, <laughs> which was well, one of those generic like down tempo goodbye. I forget singles. that was a thing. Yeah, I forgot that was a single. Yeah, lonely. Um. But yeah, they're so they're from Starship. Um, they might have been Starship's first group. I'm gonna look this up. I want to say you're um, right. Let me. I'm already on Wikipedia. I'm, I'm looking so. up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they were 2000. Yeah, because Boyfriend was 2011. Mm. Um, although K Will might have been there before. I don't know when he. Let's he's see. still here. It doesn't have a time. K Will's active since 2007. Big hit. K Will was part of Big Hit. I didn't know that. Huh. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's he, actually he, that's that's kind of funny actually yeah i always forget big hit, big hit actually was like an agency like it was like a b-list one for a long time because mm-hmm. yeah like you said they had k will and they also had yeah, glam this was and they had well, 2am yeah, um yep i remember oh, i forgot eight. i remember was eight as well. with them. yep yeah they, they've been around for a while so yeah um oh k will was only there for a year um, so yeah, I don't know. Sistar was one of their first groups, probably their first group. Um, and they're just known for being the Queens of Summer. Yep. Like we said, it. You've, you've probably heard Touch My Body. That's like the quintessential summer K-pop song. Absolutely. Um, although, and that's honestly, what they were known for. This might be a hot take, but my favorite like Sistar summer song is Loving You, like easily. They're all so good. Yeah, I I just remember I, when I first got into K-pop, I used to watch the music video for "Loving You" like over and over, <laughs> just because it was so. Yeah, good. "Loving You." I don't, I don't know which ones are my favorite. They're all so good. I can't pick one because my my favorite single of theirs is actually their last single. I like that. Yeah, I like that. It was really I good. loved that song, and it it's not a summer song. Um, wow, I, but it. I did not know that. Apparently, So Cool had the most single sales for them. I'm surprised by that because no one talks about So Cool anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that was a song that kind of blew them up. Yeah. I, um, I, I, yeah, that was the first one I ever saw from them. Um, the thing I always remember first... about it was their, their dresses were like extremely short in that music video. Like, yeah. They were all like, well, and they, they did the, they did the fart wafting dance for that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where they just like wave their hand in front of their butt, and it looks like they're like waving away apart. Um, but yeah, their first four songs are like pretty similar, actually. Like Push Push, Shady Girl, How Dare You, and So Cool. Yeah, are, like I, they're all a pretty similar sound. I want to say that um, was also Shin Sedong Tiger. Let me check for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it was. I still have his. Oh no, I don't. Um, I think it was. So though. Cool. He definitely did stuff oh, no, no, for no. Brave Brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah, they were like they're um, they're they were like the first one of the first groups that uh Brave Brothers like became popular with. It was like Sistar and AOA and then Four Minute also. Yep. So Yep. Um 
Oh, Brown Eyed Girls. But yeah, then they just kind of, after those first four songs, they, well, they did Alone as well. Um, but then after that, they just, they just became the Queens of Summer. They had Loving You, Give It To Me, Touch My Body, I Swear, Shake It. Like, yep. all those songs are just. Although I'd say Give It To Me is more tier. like Alone in Tone. But yeah, definitely from Loving You and then Skip yes. To Touch My Body and then on from there, it's definitely I all swear, Summer songs. I Swear, Shake It, yeah. Yeah, alone, give it to me, and I like that are are not really summer songs. They're more of like mature, sexy, uh, mature, like sexy songs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they're all those songs from so cool on. They got number one with yeah um, on the charts, including lonely, which is a crappy goodbye ballad. Yeah, um, which Sistar is not known for at all. <laughs> Sistar and Wonder Girls, they did the same thing with their goodbyes, and we were like, bruh, yep, no, like stop it, go out with a bang. Um. But yeah, they're, I mean, they're, it's interesting because they're known for this style of song, but they're actually just, they're, they have really good vocals. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Hyodin so is... So you and Hyodin yeah. are insane. Hyodin's always been known as being one of the, one of the best K-pop vocalists, like ever yeah. since they've been Hyodin, out. Hyodin has, is known for just like, uh she's just like got that like diva style of vocals like yep just she could just do that like the mariah carey runs of like like just ridiculous ad-libbing um yep and having just like a really husky voice and then so you is just so you is actually one of my favorite female vocalists in k-pop mm-hmm. um Definitely i love the like I love the super like airy voice mm. uh, that she's known for. Like she was always known for having that like very airy of uh, vocals. Yeah, um, and I love that sound. Um. So yeah, it was, it was just interesting because they were known as this like sexy summer group that always wore like swimsuits or like short shorts and yep. and did like sexy choreography, like sexy fun choreography. Yeah, and then Shulin um, like turns that up to and, eleven. And, <laughs> and then recent songs. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. But they just have like these really great vocalists and and like they're a really talented group. Even though they didn't really, they got known for being like sexy and fun. Um, yeah. It was it was just a really good combination though. Like I th- I th- I think if they didn't have those vocals, they wouldn't have been nearly as big as. Oh they, yeah, they I, were. I think I I definitely agree with that. Is that they definitely became as big as they are from their talent for sure. Also, um, <laughs> I feel like they're like were pretty good like personalities like on like TV and yes. stuff like that. Also, yeah, they were like they, they did a lot of variety. Stuff. Although I'd say I'd say unfortunately the like only exception to all this is Dasom. I think she's kind of like stands out. But a she bit, acts but... the most. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she acts a lot, and she I think she's known for being like really pretty. So she would show up in music videos yes. all the time for Starship. Yep. So yeah. Um. Yeah, she's been doing TV series like every year since. Oh, really? She's still acting. 17. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, she is in a show on GTPC this year. Um, uh, she the oh, Song Jiho. Cool. Yeah, Song Jiho is the the lead. The but MC. She's a, um, but yeah, so like they they all had, and then Bora was the rapper, and yep. she did a lot of variety. She was really popular on variety. She's yep. also best friends with Tiffany. Yep. Um. So. That's always a plus for us. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they just have a really talented, like all four of them are really talented and 
and their music's really good. Yeah. Uh, I think all three of their, like, you can definitely lump the singles into three different groups, and I think all three groups are really good. Yeah, so, um, like, early group, and then, like, dark, sexy group, and then bright summer and then group. The summer. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like the, like, mature, sexy songs probably the most. Yeah, like, Alone, um, I played the crap out of that on my, like, iPod in, like, high school. I used yeah. to listen to that so Alone, much. like, I like that, I think, is my favorite song of theirs, um, mm. and Give It To Me and Alone or like, up there. But their summer stuff's just, like, legendary. Everyone loves it and knows it. Yep. They actually won, like, most of the top ten of our first song rating. Yeah, because yeah. It's just it, so it was funny because liked, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, everyone everyone was not happy with it. It's because like, it's it was it's, not, like, the interesting picks or, like, the... Well, it's, people we wanted yeah it's like it's like it's, they're, they're nobody's like in our discord at least top, like no one's top favorite but like everybody likes them but nobody hates them yeah yeah exactly so that's why they came whereas up to like the, the top yeah like snsd didn't win because there are people that hate snsd songs and like same same with all the other groups but everyone likes the star song so they were they were the least offensive group in the first rating so they won yep um i think it was alone that actually won dude alone uh, i i love that so much the uh the music video is really cool too i love the like I'm gonna red look and black this up. aesthetic um <clears throat> yeah keep talking while i look this up it's gonna take me a while to figure this out i remember in the uh speaking of like these old MVs. I remember in Loving You, there's like this random part where they're like on a beach and they just have this like random white dude with braces do a flip <laughs> for some reason. Like, and they show his face like for like one second in the Loving Wait, You. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know why they did this. Like, I'm pretty sure they filmed it in like Hawaii or something. So that's why. But like, it, it still was just so random. Like, I, I want to know the story behind putting this kid in, in, in the music video. <laughs> yeah that's kind of weird like they literally do like a like a half second shot of this dude's face (laughs) um oh really yeah so um oh yeah touch my body was also uh i remember if anybody's seen the uh the uh slightly offensive uh family guy episode where they go to korea oh yes yeah like yes i forgot about that they show they show star wars in, in family in guy. family guy. yeah so he like yep. they were like looking at k-pop Peter's music videos and he was like they're watching the sistar one he was like what is this and how can i make my entire life about yep. it entire life about it yep yep that is one of my favorite uh, favorite quotes about i show that to people all the time for k-pop i'm just like yeah like, watch this clip and, and peter's reaction is pretty much is everyone's, everyone's reaction yeah <laughs> so i am looking sistar got first and second and eighth in the top ten. Uh, alone one. Uh, I like that got second. Oh, I like that. Okay. So my my favorite got second, which I was happy about. Uh, and then give it to me was number eight. Oh, so, so everybody preferred so our the, our Discord the prefers mature, sexy ones. The mature sexies. Yep. Okay. All the top three were the three mature sexy songs. So interesting. Um, and actually, the bottom four of theirs were the first four. <laughs> So like it was actually split exactly on those three like groups of songs. Wait, the first four was, was like, like the bottom four of the entire rating. Not the bottom four of the entire rating, but the bottom four of Sister Star. Okay. And they were all near the bottom. They were in like the nineties and a hundred. Man, I love so out cool. of like I think that 
Well, I mean, if you think about that rating, it was like SNSD, Kara, Wonder Girls, yeah, yeah. like Sistar. Like you're gonna, there's gonna be stuff at the bottom that's really that's, good because everything that yeah, rating we, was really good. We didn't really put any stinkers in that rating for sure. Yeah, I, I I'd agree yeah. with that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think that's pretty much everything we would have to say about Sistar, right? Yep. Like all, no, just check out like the all their singles. They all of their singles are really good in my opinion. Yes. Like even their early ones um let's see yeah so next is what we the best of the three groups yes, we're talking about mentioned earlier a pink they're yes. still easily like one of my favorite groups obviously nate already said one of his favorite groups i need to sell you that um and find the v2 panda bong did, did you ever buy that yet no i need to find it i, I think it's like sold out unfortunately rip see if you can find out yeah. an auction site or something Hopefully you don't have to go through hell spend and back to find it like that IOI know, like light stick. <laughs> like IOI light stick. I spent $250 on it or whatever I spent. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> you were like watching the guy was being an asshole and he just kept... <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, A-Pink, um, definitely one of the best groups. Uh, I think... I'd say... Like, even though they're one of my favorite groups, I'd say their debut is probably kind of weak. Is like probably their weakest single like overall. Oh, I love their debut. But like, I don't know. I'm biased as hell. The, so, the thing with A-Pink for me is they're the first K-pop group that I ever followed from pre-debut. Mm, yeah. So, like, I was looking at, like, I was watching their teasers, and this was, like, right as I got into K-pop. Um, I was like, oh, this group is, like, a new seven-member girl group. I love SNSD. It sounds like they've got like an innocent early SNSD style yep. sound. So, and it was like literally as I was getting into K pop. Um, so I just got really like invested in this group. Um, and that's just stuck with me forever because they're an amazing group. Yeah. So, so they're f- to begin with, like, I, I probably didn't really start liking them until. Like I found my my, which is actually probably one of my favorite A Pink songs still today. Yeah, my my, great song. it's it's so fun, and also I love the dance, the like like leg dance basically that they're doing, like a little skipping dance with their feet. Yeah, it's so cute. Um, Hush also is super super good. Um, uh, actually, why don't we why don't we talk about the uh, like kind of the history because they've like moved around a bit, like company wise. Yeah. Yeah, so I was gonna say they're they're from Play M currently, um, which was way back then when they debuted was A Cube, which so they were actually a subsidiary, a subsidiary of Cube, um, and then eventually that company became independent and became Plan A. Yep. Um, and then they were bought by Cow and Music and are now Play M, which we talked about last week with Weekly. Yep. Um is their new girl group. Um, but yeah, they're actually like at this point, they're kind of role models for girl groups because yeah, they're still together nine years later. Yep. And with pretty much the, the main lineup, like there was, they had, they originally had seven members, but one member left in 2013. So only two years what? and seven years now they've had this lineup of six, the six. Yeah. Why? And they're, why did they're you really close. Leave? I forget. 
like education uh, or something. She, it was to it was just one of the like generic she left to focus on her studies. Yeah. BS reasons. There was actually a little bit of like controversy that never got solved there. Um, oh, really? because there were rumors that she apparently her dad like there's rumors that her dad was really rich and paid for their dorm and basically bought her way into the group. Um hmm. but I don't want to like corroborate that because no, I f- none of it I was felt ever. like she was still a valuable member of the group. She yeah, definitely, I, she was, I I really liked her. She did all the she did all English the lines. awesome English. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. She did all the really really hilarious cheesy English lines hey that boy, are in their first few albums. <laughs> I love them. They're my favorite part of a Pink songs in the early days. Um. So yeah, that but other than Yu Young, like. It's been these six members forever. They're known for being really close. Yeah. The company hasn't screwed them over to where they want to leave. Yep. Like they're still they're still together, they're still putting out music and they're still like on shows together. Um Yeah, I think they I were think on Running been... Man last year a couple times. They're they're doing a travel show right now on YouTube yeah. that I've been watching. Like knock on um, knock on wood, I feel like I feel like they're they have been really fortunate like with the company they got. Like, yes. because I feel like they've, for the most part, done right by them for their, for most of their career. So the entire career, here's to hoping yeah. they just stay together for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Like you don't need to like get married or have lives or anything. Just keep on out music. I mean, for the next I mean, even if they did, I feel year, like, I feel like, like, even if they weren't making as much they'd money from fanboys, I think they'd still have fun just doing <laughs> albums and stuff together. Yep. So. so yeah. So if you don't a- know A Pink, they are still around. They put out the 2019 oh. K-pop song of the year, yeah. uh, truly debut K-pop song of the year with Ung Ung last year. Dude, um, the- so if you've been listening to the podcast, you know A Pink. Uh, even if you're a new member, like we talk about them all the time, um, they are my third favorite K-pop group of all time after SNSD and Kara. Yep. Um, and they're for the longest time they were in the same camp as G Friend where they had a, they had a sound and they stuck to it. Wait, I just um, I just, noticed, just I'm looking at the chart positions on the singles. Ungung only made it to 17. That is blasphemy. That doesn't surprise me that Korea didn't like Wait, it. Wait, but I'm so sick got um, 3 and Dumdadong <laughs> got 2. So they're that's weird. Yeah, cuz they're like the same sort of style. Uh, whatever. Anyway, it yeah. probably has to do with what came yeah, out so, at the time. Yeah, exactly. Who knows what was out? Um, There's probably a BTS song out or something. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they're, they they had a sound that they stuck to for the longest time. Yeah. Like debut till 2017, basically. 2018 even. Um, But they're just like, they're just the queens of like, innocent, cute cute girl group songs like yeah. either there'll be like a slower innocent like vocal focused ballady song or they'll have like the just really cute fun bubblegum pop songs yeah i think and think like they did you that know snsd like snsd first album early early SNSD, like yeah. i think g friend definitely takes inspiration from a pink as yes. well um yep yeah so if you know that style you can yep. kind of imagine Yep, and that's why I followed A Pink from the start, and that's why I followed G Friend. Was yep, I was same. like, both of them were like, early these remind me of early SNSD. And and once G Friend came out, I was like, this reminds me of early SNSD and A Pink. Um, 
So yeah, like obviously if you're not if you're not into that kind of music, you're not gonna like A Pink. Well, you um, might like their at new, least their all their newer, old stuff. You like, might like their new stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> but they're basically their entire career. Their bread and butter for the past. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah, you you won't like their music. Um, but yeah, it recently in 2018 with I'm So Sick, they kind of switched gears into doing more mature sound. Yeah, it's like they do like um, more like mature like electro pop stuff. Electro, which I'm stuff, I'm yeah. really glad they did that because I felt like with Five it was getting kind of a little weird, like with their age. I think um to keep doing yeah. that, and I feel like they probably also felt the same way. Yeah, so, I, I think it was a at this point like it's more they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, because they're they're big enough like they never they were never like the number one group that everyone knew about but but people knew about like a pink was a known quantity i think a pink's popularity is similar to oh my girl in that they're like super popular with a niche like audience like like i remember i'd always see on like variety shows and stuff that a pink was like super popular in the military like all the military guys like loved a pink yeah, and the, they kind of got a boost from some of their members. So, like, they're another group where a lot of their members are known outside of the group. Yeah. Um, and that brought that back in. So, like, very early on, Unji started acting. Yeah. And she's very well known as an actress. Um, I watched something Probably even more so than as a girl group member. <laughs> oh, yeah, Reply um, 1997. That's what she She is in Reply. The, that was her first show. That was that fantastic. Um, and she she doesn't do a ton of stuff, but that was like what got her known. Dude. And then she does a lot of OSTs as well. You know, that was I I don't watch a lot of dramas, but like I watched that one all the way complete. Reply nineteen ninety seven. Reply was so good. So was nineteen ninety four. She's in that for like five seconds, but <laughs> yeah, that that was when I, I mean, stopped. It was like the last. I had like three episodes left, and I never finished that show. Dude, that sh- that um, show is probably my favorite genre. Uh, genre favorite drama but. and then bomi is super well known for variety shows yep. um none does and, tons of cfs and modeling and, yeah none is insanely popular in terms of modeling and photo shoots and and cfs and stuff um Isn't and she do does acting, acting as well too? i think almost all of them probably do acting i think namju might be the only one that doesn't okay um, and bomi maybe uh, i'll check all theirs right now because, yeah, Nan acts as well. Um, Chorong actually does songwriting. Mm. Um, she did a lot of... she's She wrote a lot of songs for A-Pink. Um, with people. I don't think she really did anything by herself. But, yeah, she was... She's in some dramas as well. Ha Young's in some dramas. They, so, they've all done some dramas, basically. Yeah. Um, I think... And... I'm, I'm definitely really happy that they're in the... A kind of position that they can kind of just keep going forever i think um yeah. and i i hope they have the same attitude in that like since they're already doing side projects to begin with like unji does her like solo albums they all do like acting and stuff i think they're a group that could stay together for a long time yeah where they're just like yeah we'll 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 work on our solo stuff when we're yeah when we're busy but every once in a while we'll come back for a song and and put something out for the fans. Yep. Because, yeah, they, they are really close. Um, even today, uh, like I said, they're doing a... Right now, 
um airing weekly i think on one the k is like a travel show yeah um that i've been watching i guess i guess <clears throat> so i guess we'll see though because i i feel like i felt the same way about snsd and then like SNSD. after their 10th anniversary like, like yeah, yeah peace. we need to <laughs> yeah one day they'll come back we hope right yeah it's gonna happen i mean right, right? possibly OT? could i mean they're all in korea now so is that <clears throat> yeah yeah tiffany's stuck there might as well just put out a song yeah like even if not even if it's just exactly. even if, if it's just like a bad like sailing i'll take it i'll literally take anything but put out a crazy retro disco song again yes Love that song. all night yeah but anyways yeah. a pink i think so for me yeah, somehow we always go back to us dude they're just god Who they're god <laughs> but Goddesses. but anyway um yeah i guess we can probably like just cover the major singles that people should probably check out everything um listen to all of their singles yeah i mean there's there's some like in between bouts that i don't listen to as much but um i'd say the main ones are probably so i don't know is their debut i said i didn't really like it that much like i don't hate the song but i don't really listen to it yeah um i mean it is the quintessential like innocent girl group ballad yeah song, it's like slower it's, it's just a little song. too like low energy i think is my yeah. issue with it versus their other stuff like my my so catchy hush my is really really yep. fun hush, hush kind of has like know. a little bit of a weird like electronic disco sort hush, of vibe hush, yeah hush, hush. um boopy boo is really fun i really like boopy boo um Yes. And when I really oh, started to actually stand, that was in 2013 when they came out with No, No, No. That song was yeah, huge. Yeah, and that was, that was their song that blew up. Yeah. Like, that was their first. Yeah, first I, I song. yeah, like they're like, so if you go from, oh, wow, No, No, No actually sold less than My My singles wise. That's so weird. Anyway, I'm just yeah, not. Yeah, but it I, had, it had a higher chart, way higher chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, No, No, No peaked at number three, so. Um, which is weird. They've never peaked at number one before, which is kind of crazy. To yeah. Me. Yeah. It kind of blows my mind too. I didn't, I didn't realize. Okay. Well, so their albums did though. Their albums did. Pink, their single pink love, didn't. pink up and one and six half all hit peak album charts. So. Yeah. Okay. So it's probably just some digital singles beating them out. Um, yeah, usually. exactly. But, uh, yeah, No, No, No is really iconic. Mr. Chu came out at right after that. It was a perfect, like, follow-up to No, No, No. It was just as catchy. It was just as good. It didn't feel too samey. Yep. Um, I think it actually, Mr. Chu, I think, has more views now than No, No, No does. I'm not sure about that. Oh, probably. Though. Mr. Chu, I think, is their most popular song. Yeah. Um, like, if I pick, if I had to pick one song to send, or to send people for A-Pink, it would be Mr. Chu. Mr. Chu, yeah. And then uh, they came out with Love um which is kind of weird like it's spelled l-e-u-v but in the chorus they go l-o-v-e love love. yep it doesn't make any sense why did you spell it that way we go with it um yep well probably because it's like easier to it would be insanely hard to search for like love l-u-v is probably already hard enough but like searching a song l-o-v-e love like yeah there's Um, a bajillion songs just named love so so love, I think, was kind of like the first time they were kind of hinting at being a little more mature with their concept. Like it still had the same song style, <clears throat> but the like music video was like darker in tone, and they had like yeah, they were like frown, they like mature. frowned through the whole the, <laughs> the whole uh, like choreography and everything. They just like got the poker face, like the yeah, you know. 
Um, and then, yeah, it was more mature like styling and stuff. Yeah, even if the song wasn't really. Yeah, like that was the first time they kind of shredded into that water, and then they for remember, which is the next one that I think is major. Um, that's more of like a summer bop, I'd say. Uh, yeah. Like I remember the music video is them like on a yacht, like in the ocean and stuff. Like. Yep. Yeah, that 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 song was really fun, and I feel like "Remember" is kind of uh, underrated among their singles. I feel like people don't really talk yeah. about it that much. I think I think after "Love" is when people start like, although apparently it got number two as well in Korea, yeah. but at least in terms of like fans. international fans and saying like that's when people stopped really paying attention to A Pink. Yeah. Um, Actually, after according the, to uh, the chart here, the singles chart or whatever, they're like single started selling under a million after after remember came out yeah so yeah and then but i mean they continue putting out good stuff like i think yeah. always and five are, are good songs yeah always too. five only um, one before that that was really good as well yeah only one yep and then yeah and then so after five that's when we talk about the uh like the transition the new, into the new the like pop stuff uh i think yeah on discord andrew called it like the reboot era which I think is apt. Yeah. Like they pretty much rebooted themselves with yep. uh, "I'm So Sick" and then "Ung Ung" and "Dum Dum." Yep. So those songs, all three of those, are like more mature, like retro pop dance songs, which I feel like, yep. uh, like if I want to show show somebody like what K-pop was, like that would be like, like one of those would probably be something I'd show them, just because I feel like it's. Uh, it won't turn off people who don't like cute stuff. Um, I think everyone kind of likes this kind of pop in some way or another. If they like yeah. pop music, it's, it's not. It's like the star song. It's like it's not offensive. Like yeah, yeah. It's people. It's, don't, people won't well, it's, hate it's, it. It's not offensive, but I wouldn't call it inoffensive if that makes sense. That or that's what I mean. Like it. Yeah. Yeah, like most yeah. most people, I'd say, would be on board with this if would they like K-pop in general. Like, this is the type yep. of sound I would, like, attribute to K-pop if I was to, like, if someone really, like, made me condense it into one genre, yep. this is what I think of first, yes. I guess. Ung Ung is K-pop. Yes. it's That is all you it's need 100% to know. 100% pure K-pop. <laughs> yeah, so go listen to Ung Ung. Um, yeah, if you want to search that, just Speaking type of, percent percent. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's just percent sign percent sign is the name of the song. Which spells out ung ung in Korean. Korean, yeah, and Hangul. If if you if you take a, a percent sign and turn it so the line is flat. Yep. It's ung ung. Um side note, that is reminding me that sometime soon, hopefully this week, I need to check. I'm gonna check the tracking right now. I have their twenty twenty DVD concert DVD. Nice. From Jan from February, which means it has ung ung live. Does it have dum dum? I don't remember it. when that came out. No, that no. Dum Dum came out after it was in February. Dum Dum came out like after April or something. Yeah, it came out post COVID. Oh yeah, World. you're right. That was like one of the first things that came out during <laughs> during lockdown. Yeah, because we covered it. We covered it during our our episode where we went crazy and covered everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so April thirteenth. Yeah. So, but this concert was in February before that. Okay. But it has Ung live. And we're gonna watch it this weekend if it comes in time. Okay, yeah, I need. I, I'll have to watch that. I'm excited for that then. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think like A Pink is another. They once again bringing back to SNSD. There are a group like SNSD where they're just like 
they, they don't really have a rapper, and then all of their members are really good vocalists. Yeah. So like their their vocal. I never even considered that. Yeah, they ability. just don't. They don't have a rapper, and they always have Cho- consistently good music. And Bomi have rapped occasionally, but like yeah. They're just they just don't care about having a rapper and they yeah. never conform to that. Yeah, I mean that's it, it it is similar to SNSD. Like Hyoyeon raps sometimes. Uh Tiffany has done yeah, it before Tiffany live performances. Sometimes. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, but they're just vocal talent is really like yeah. even their dancers, like with like Namju and Bomi are are good vocalists, like really good vocalists. Yeah, like I said so about Hyolin, like uh Unji is always talked about like in the conversation yep. I'd say for best K pop vocalists. Yes. Um at least from like the sort of second slash third gen uh era. So Yep. Yeah, Unji is, is up there in like top K pop vocalists with like IU and Dayon in my opinion. Yep. Um so yeah. A Pink. They're amazing. I love them. Yep. Their fandom is the Pink Pandas, and they have a panda light stick, and yeah. it's the cutest thing in the world. I, w- I really want to get a panda bong. I would like that. I Yeah, I need to find a panda bong V2 so I can give you this one. Yeah. I also need... Yeah, I, I still haven't gotten SNSDs. Like, the only light stick I have is Red Velvet. So, yeah. I need to buy SNSD, I need to buy Shiny, and I need to buy Boa. I want those three. Just get all the SM ones. Yeah, basically. Well, I don't, think I don't think I'd get Super NCT Junior while you're at it. Or anything. An XO. Yeah. You don't want Super Junior? Uh, I mean, I really Ram like logo? Super Junior, but I don't really stand them. So. Yeah. Like those. those and then FX. Like, never got yeah, one. Yeah, FX never got one. If FX had one, I would add that to my list because those would be my five SM light sticks that I'd buy is Boa, um, Shiny, Super, uh, uh, not Super Junior, SNSD, FX, Red Velvet. So, yeah. All right. I think that pretty much covers everything we wanted to talk about as far as AP, yep. right? So, yeah, it was an hour and a half show. It's a good, good length. Yep. Not too long, not too short. Digestible. Yes. Yep. Not like our uh, first releases episode that was over three hours long. Gosh, it's like four hours long almost. <laughs> Uh, all right. Let us know if you go back and listen to our episode about Hua Young and the Twin Snakes and Tiara. Oh yeah, I'm curious how long. Tell us how was, bad it is. I remember, we, <laughs> dude, that was so funny well, when that happened. I and was like, serves you right. And the problem is that that was pre we lost our channel, so it's yeah. not split up into parts. So you have to watch the whole episode. Oh yeah, and we probably don't have timestamps back then either. No, we def- I did not go back because we when we re-uploaded all the old yeah, episodes yeah. that we didn't Way too even, much like, work. touch. Yeah, I don't even. I don't, think we, I, I don't even think we did timestamps back then. Anyway, when we no, we didn't. So I started doing timestamps way later. Yeah. So um, you close this out. I'm actually gonna try to figure out what episode it was. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess with that, uh, thanks for listening this week. Um, hope you'll come back again in two weeks for the next episode. Um, subscribe if you like our podcast you're new leave a comment about like any of your thoughts of what we talked about this week uh like i said earlier please join discord it's it's a ton of fun we just mentioned we were gonna that's another activity we do sometimes we live stream uh concerts on the weekends to watch those together as well um so yeah we got a ton of events like song ratings never uploaded those what it's not even on youtube wait we didn't upload it is it 
No, we we have episodes one, two, three, and then twenty four, and then twenty six. Oh wait, no, no. Scroll up. Were we they're like out of order. Or is it out of order? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I think twenty six yeah, was the next episode after we lost your channel. Twenty six was after. Yeah, that definitely was. Um, um yeah, because I'm pretty sure we did uh, end up getting the rest of them eventually. But um, anyway. Yeah, so we do like song ratings, we do fantasy league, we do discography listens, we do all sorts Episode of different seven. stuff. So yeah, concert watch, longest game nights. So it's a lot of fun. If you think that sounds like fun, you'd like to join in. Link is in the description. And yeah. That was episode seven. It was two hours and 20 minutes. The topics were Card, Tiara Scandal, and Jacob's top 15 K-pop songs of all time. All right. That, that's that probably it's probably changed because my top 15 probably changes like the wind oh yeah and that was 20 early 2017 so yeah although i'd probably stick by most of the songs on that list if i'm honest so yeah yeah that's it yep thank you and good night stay panda stay throbbingly panda and off ah uh, color color Colorful. Yeah, colorful. I can be pink. I can be purple. I can be green. I can be brown. I can be blue. I can be yellow. I can be red.